0: A little bit of history in the making here on Action Sports Jacks. Podcasts have been around for a little bit, but uh, in 2017, we are making our debut. Brent Martineau and Dan Hicken.
1: I'm glad you're along here with me, Brent, because I need to educate you on a few things. I feel like... You've been saying something. We haven't, you know, on television we can do this, but we don't do this on radio, so I can really get after you a little bit here tonight.
0: That's right. And we don't have to wear ties or makeup or That's anything. That's beautiful. In fact, your feet are up in the air right now. Don't and tell I'm anyone. Gonna, I'm going to put mine up, too. All Action right. Sports Jacks pile on with Brent and Dan. This is what we're calling it. Uh, we'll hopefully have this uh, for you every Monday um, all year long, they're telling me,
1: Dan. But let's just wow. take
0: it one week at a time.
1: Let's do it. Let's just get one off uh, tonight and see how we do. And let's start with Florida State. And Let's start with... Uh, The terrible news of DeAndre Francois loss for the season. What a gut punch for, I mean, you understand, Florida State goes into this season with national championship hopes. Losing to Alabama 24-7, no big deal. DeAndre Francois going down, big deal. In effect, ends any hope they have for a national championship. Yeah,
0: I don't see how they can run that schedule with a freshman quarterback a true freshman quarterback this kid's six foot five by the way james blackman who will take over 185 pounds i mean that's a beanpole think about that 185 pounds and six foot five so can he put up with the beating that deandre France <laughs> has taken the last couple of years this offensive line still isn't great they're better but they're not great hey they have to rely on cam Akers. they have to rely on defense like everybody else without a quarterback now they're going to have to run the ball but they're gonna find
1: defense. out. They're gonna find out what it's like to not have a quarterback. No disrespect to the kid. He was a project. He was a three-star yeah. kid coming in, and he's not a. He's not a, He's not a runner. He's a pocket passer. He's gonna get killed. He so. And here's the problem. And I, I was telling this to my son. Uh, Drew goes over to FSU. Here's the problem. You were gonna play maybe one or two more tough games this year. DeAndre Francois gets you through those games. Now, by not having Francois, you're going to. Suddenly, the NC State game is going to be mm-hmm. difficult. Maybe North Carolina. There's going to be games there that normally you're going to win by 20 or 30 points. Well, now you're going to be in dogfights. Well, if you're in four or five dogfights, you're going to lose one or two of them. If you're just in one or two dogfights, you got a chance to win them all. I would, I would have thought they they're still a national champion contender after last night. I think FSU's defense was terrific last Outstanding. night. Outstanding. Uh, um, but with that said, dude, they're in a war. This is where Jimbo missed. Jimbo missed and the the coaching staff missed by not having a quarterback ready. It's hard in this day and age. Kids don't want to be backups anymore, right? Mm I mean, they don't want to be backups. But Malik Henry was there. He screwed up. He's gone. Um, And all of a sudden you look up and, I mean, I follow recruiting. I don't know this kid from Belle Glade. Yeah, three
0: star. He's not a blue chip or uh you know, think about a few years ago. He's they a had, project,
1: Brent. He might he might develop in a year or two and and he was good, but Jimbo even said he wasn't sure who the back of
0: would be a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, Constantino was in the yeah. mix. Uh, think about what they had in their 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 room a couple years ago. Uh it was Francois, yeah, DeAndre Johnson, yeah. And obviously he gets in trouble, and Malik Henry, and people are like, Okay, which one of these guys is going to take and the job? And Malik Henry was the big guy. He was. The people thought he'd start as a true freshman potentially. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's really changed. He's missed. He'll probably recruit and get a bunch more, but now they're in trouble this year. That defense did fly around. That defense is really, really good. We're but, expecting that. I was expecting that th- yeah. last
1: night. And Derwin James, obviously Sean why level. he's going to be a top five pick because they can move him all over the field and he can wreak havoc on anybody. But they yeah, might not beat Miami. Uh, they beat him seven in a row. They'll beat him. That's but that's the game that's you're talking game, about. Right? Yes, I mean that, that correct. You, with Francois you say, they're beating him by three touchdowns. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well yeah. I mean might Miami takes it pretty good too, but we'll see. So three touchdowns, Martin hey, with I, Francois. Listen, we've got wait until that week. How about the sixteenth of September? Yeah. Because now the Knowles. Essentially, they'll be 1-1 one and one after they right. beat ULM, but, you know, they feels like they're 0-1, and they have to play Miami, and then the Gators, yeah. and who knows, they'll they'll be 1-1, one and one. they'll beat Northern Colorado on Saturday, but now they don't know what to expect against Tennessee.
1: Are we shifting into Gator talk we, here? We just did. <sighs> Are you ready? Should I lower the volume? Are you ready for this? Maybe you should lower the Are volume. Are we allowed to, to swear on podcasts? Yeah, you
0: know, I'm going to edit this so we can bleep it. I think you just let it, don't you just we let it flow on a podcast? Or no? This is like X-rated? I don't know. We did say pile on. Should we say a pile of... <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was a pile of poop. That was pathetic yesterday. And, and uh, you know, I was there. Um, McIlwain has to do something. It's Listen, the Nussmeyer thing is not working. Here's what I would do if I was Jim McIlwain. I would take over play calling right now, and if, honestly, if he doesn't develop Felipe Franks, Felipe Franks has to be the quarterback. Zaire is a left-handed Treon Harris. Thanks. Appreciate you coming here. Can't play him. You got to go with Franks. You got to develop him. And if you can't develop him, you're going to have to develop a resume because you're going to be looking for another job. I mean, I I, I he just... Can't, am, he's not on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat with Gator Nation, friend. I can't tell you... Listen to me. 116th, 111th, they're probably dead last in of the hundred and—how many programs are there now? Division <laughs> yes. one. 197 yards. Th- th- <laughs> ten years. It was one of the worst rushing performances in the last ten years. They ran for 11 yards on 27 carries. He didn't get the ball to the guys. The Malik Davis kid showed something. Uh, uh, um, it it just—it's— Astounding to me. they they There's no tempo. There's no rhythm. Everything takes the entire play clock to get the playoff. Then they're calling timeout. This guy is supposed to be an offensive genius. I've defended him for two years. And you if, keep calling him the whisperer. Yeah. He's not. He's not. If you can't develop a quarterback, you got to go. This is year three, man. I'm sorry. Let me play devil's advocate for a Please second. Please
0: do. Because I was, a, I was in Atlanta, so I didn't see, like, as it was unfolding, like, everybody else did back home and, and you did up close but i would just say my initial thought was mm-hmm. you know before i saw the mess of it right but my initial thought was boy everybody's getting a little bent out of shape here with a freshman quarterback yeah without your two best offensive players yeah. scarlet and callaway suspended okay are, are we being a little too crazy about the offense without your two best offensive players and a freshman quarterback
1: Call Chip Kelly today. <laughs> <laughs> Call Chip Kelly today. I
0: mean, isn't that what McElwain's saying? He's pay like, I him, don't have my two best offensive pay him, players.
1: Pay him eight million dollars a year to be your OC, <laughs> and if he doesn't, and if you won't do that, then he'll be your head coach next year. Now, uh, that's a fair point, point. and obviously, he's listen. It's hard to put a guy in a hot seat who's won two SEC East Division championships and won tw- you know basically twenty football games in two years. But again, it's pathetic. The offensive line was steamrolled. How can you come after the game and say, looks like they need to get in a weight room? If you're the strength coach, by the way, you're like, whoa, hey, whoa, what, who said that's that? That's on Mac. Yeah. Because he's been bragging about that unit it's all off season. Blast to his credibility. It's credibility killer. I mean, that's just unreal. I, I like this team, guys. I really like this team. And you know, we're going to be just fine. He called him the best unit on the team. Brent. Have they, when was the last time Florida scored an offensive touchdown? I mean, I guess against Iowa. But my gosh, think about FSU. I don't think they scored an offensive touchdown against FSU since Mac's been there. Uh, Alabama toys with them. Um, and I watched those two heavyweights last night slug it out, and I see Florida nowhere closer to being there. Their defense is, is going to be okay. It's not as good as it was. Uh, they hit the edge a couple times on some runs where there was no contain. It drove me nuts. Over and over again, they would convert third and eights and third and nines. Um, but I think that Florida and Michigan have equal amount of talent, equal amount of talent, and Harbaugh took them to the woodshed yesterday. And that's not a surprise. It was 17-13. Harbaugh's
0: different level than McIlwain.
1: Well, you got to prove it. It was 17-13 at the half. Uh, Florida was lucky to be in the lead, and they knew it, and they should have known it. And they came out with the exact same game plan. And that was ridiculous. And Harbaugh came out, changed things up offensively. They went right down the field, no huddle, up-tempo. Zip, 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 pass when he should have run, run when he should have passed. All of a sudden, they they get a touchdown. And then Florida turns it over twice. Then he brings in Zaire, that's okay, looking for some, I'm okay uh, with that. But then he should have got him out of there. He's horrible. I mean, I I shouldn't say that. I don't want to rip the college kid. He's not very good. Yeah. He's he's a left handed well, tree on hair. Notre Dame didn't yeah, he, he, beg him to stay. Dude, I mean, he, he's got no zip on his balls, they float. He's Mac talks about him throwing off his back foot and to a point, yeah, okay. How how do you not adjust? They're blitzing Zaire every play. Yeah. It's not Nothing. Zaire. It's it's they've gotta develop Franks.
0: He's supposed to develop you can't expect the guy to walk on campus late July and be a no. starting quarterback no. in Zaire. So they have to get Franks ready. My question is this mm-hmm. are you and everybody else in
1: Gator Nation? given up on felipe franks after no, one no, game no 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 felipe franks must play felipe franks must be your starter starting this saturday and you go forward and ride with felipe you ride with felipe the rest of the year and it's on mac the onus is on mac now you develop this kid if this if you don't show me improvement though at the end of the year and and the and the gators go 6 and 6 and felipe franks is struggling at the end of the year i am considering making a change yes i am wow yes i am
0: yeah, I, it's, it's a weird deal with Mac. I, I just don't get the sense after two SEC East titles that they're all in on him. I wonder what his approval rating is yeah. in Gator Nation, even though he's got a couple of East you titles. You know,
1: the story we did on Friday uh, in our college football special. He's very polarizing. They're, they're half the people, you know, some people believe in him. Some people do not. They Now, look, I think he's improved in recruiting. He's done a lot of CEO he, things around there very you, nicely. Yes, you ha- and you have to take this into consideration if you're Scott Strickland. Listen. Dabo Swinney had a rough—I don't remember what year, third or fourth year—and the AD came in, and and they thought he thought he was coming to fire him. AD said, "No, no, no, no. We're giving you an extension. You're fine. Don't worry about it." And he's built that program. Built that. He built that program into being. Now they looked great. Now, albeit a lesser opponent, but they showed me something yesterday that. Clemson has added and added and added and is recruiting at a high level now and they're a they're a heavyweight, not going to drop off. They're a heavyweight. And, and Dabble had a little goofiness that's to what I'm saying. So that's good, that's slows. Comp, like that. at a, a rough patch there yep. where they could have said all right, let's get rid of them and, and I'm sure some fans did. So you have to decide what direction you're going to go, but if you gosh, I cannot for the life of me understand how bad that offense is and still bad. I've defended Mac for two years. He lost me a little bit yesterday.
0: Yeah, it's amazing how how many bad offenses we've seen around here. We might be seeing another one on Sundays because uh, we are in a game week, regular season week for the Jazz. Here we go. Hey, and uh, I got a feeling next week we might be talking about the same thing. I mean, they're going against one of the top two defenses in the league in, in Houston.
1: Uh, We were talking about this earlier. They're walking into a Hornets nest, bro. I mean, it's Houston strong. There's not going to be an empty seat in the house. They're going to be revved up. You had said it's going to be like a college atmosphere. I mean, they got – I just don't see them. That's already a loud building, too. Yeah. I just don't see them with a – now, my hope – I I think you have said this as well. The hope is that they have just stayed totally vanilla – Not showing anything. Leonard could have played. We're not going to play him. We're going to unleash the plan Sunday, 1 o'clock at Houston. Then you'll start to see the real Jacksonville Jaguars. But they still have the real Blake Bortles at quarterback. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I've been telling you for the last couple weeks, I have a feeling, just a gut. There's no, like... This isn't sunshine and rainbows. Right. I just had had a gut all. I'm like, I got a feeling they're going to show up and, and do really well in yeah. that game against Houston. I've lost that feeling, yeah. basically because of the situation in Houston. But the listen, emotion in Houston is going. JJ Watt may have six sacks in that game and yeah. four touchdowns. But maybe I mean, it's, it's going to be incredible
1: that atmosphere, and you'll may, be there for it. Maybe Ramsey and Boye can, you know, pick off Savage a few times. It's and, tough to match that you know, intensity, don't you figure? It's going to be hard. It's going to. Here's the problem with Houston. If you double Watt, uh, Merciless has killed the Jags, Watts killed the Jags, Clowney's killed the Jags. You gotta yeah, pick your boys in there. Yeah. You got three guys that can all rush the quarterback. And you might
0: not be not any better on the offensive line. I mean that's really the right. the story the, the bottom line here is the story stays the same for the Jags. It's the offensive line, the quarterback, and I'm not sure anything has changed since we talked in January. Right. You know, the confidence level is not there. But I think you are right about so the, their hope, and they and maybe they're the hope is they're way smarter than everybody else. Right. And and they know that Leonard Fournette changes that team. Right. Greatly. Right. And he didn't play most of the preseason. And Calais Campbell and Malik Jackson. They weren't really going crazy in the preseason. Right. They got pushed around because Who it's cares? the preseason. Right. You know, Mark Burnell's told us this before. Other people have told us. The preseason and the regular season, that's two different things. No so question. the Jags, <laughs> this is the worst preseason I can remember in a decade covering the Jags.
1: It wasn't good. A lot of things went wrong. I'll say this as we start to wrap up. This is what concerns me, though. And it doesn't matter, but yet it does in this respect. When you, when you set your 53-man roster, and then the day after... You claim five guys. That's a lot. And cut five others. That tells me it's not built yet.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem to be built yet. Uh, hey, more, jag- <laughs> more Jags coming up. Uh, but earlier in the week, or last week now, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. we were in New York City before we went to Atlanta and Dallas. Yeah. Caught up with Tony Romo, who's going to be doing a lot of the games. Probably not a lot of Jags games. No, <laughs> so none. He's on the only Zero. Team. Uh, But he's with Jim Nance and Tracy Wolfson. And caught up with him uh, for a couple minutes about the new gig and also about uh, Jag's quarterback situation, here he is.
2: I'm ready, I feel like i put in a lot of time, I've worked hard and uh, I'm anxious to get out there and talk.
0: <laughs> How important was it for you to show the rest of that crew,
2: Jim, Tracy, that you are doing your homework, working hard and, and be ready to go? I think it's really important, everyone wants to know the people around them are working hard and are committed and want to be as good as they can be. And. If you do that, I think it just instills confidence all the way around. Has it come natural in these eight practice games? Or has there been challenges, hiccups? What are you thinking? Oh, yeah, there's always challenges, but a lot of things came natural. And then other stuff that I had to work at I've put in a lot of time on, and I think hopefully they're becoming strengths. So we'll see how it plays out, but I'm pumped. Your
0: ability to relate to today's athlete is obviously crystal clear. Will that be one of your strengths?
2: I hope so. I think that's one of the values of having a guy come from off the field is that he was just in the locker room. So those things will be uh, easy to talk about I feel like. Analyze this the
0: Jags quarterback situation how do you view, you view it with this whole Blake Bortles deal?
2: Well they just can't take the next step without better play at the quarterback position I think right now they're trying to find out you know it looks like it might be Blake but people think that this week one decisions every it can change in week two and three it'll be there for the whole season Blake knows he's got to play good week to week it's not a season to season type of thing anymore and that's, part, that's where it is a lot of, for a lot of teams in the National Football League. But, um, you know, if they get consistent play there, they've showed signs to really make that step. They just The quarterback has to play well for them to consistently beat some of these good teams. When you've lost a little of that confidence, is it tough to get it back? Or does it take time to get it back? It does. It's tough. But at the same time, that could help him. And uh, it could free him up to be like, I've, he's lost the job now, and then he got it back. And so, in some ways, that allows you to be like, well, what are they going to do? take it from me again and so that that should you know if you were to give Blake advice it would just be let it go You know, you let it go you throw it high and it's picked off its high, it's off. but if you're playing tentative and it's just really hard to be good in the national football you got to let it go and and uh, just live with the results while protecting the football but as far as just throwing it you gotta let it go
0: finally Cutler came out of the booth before he even got in it yeah any calls coming No 904 area code from Jacksonville,
2: (laughs) anything like that? that, Is there any temptation for you? (laughs) No calls yet, but uh, no, I I never say never, but uh, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Did you miss training camp? No, I feel pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Thanks, Thanks appreciate you. So that was Tony
0: Romo. He did eight practice games with Jim Nance, and we get to find out how good he will be in the booth. Not an easy transition. I think just because you know football, talking about it, that job is a lot harder than people think. He'll get criticized, but uh, he certainly can relate to the players.
1: You know what it is, too, Brent? It's either a job you're good at or you're not. You know mm. right away. Yeah. You know, like we've watched other guys go through it. and like... I don't know. I think you've gotten better over the years. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Montana, he wasn't good at it. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Some guys either can do it, you know, Troy Aikman, he's good at it. Gruden was good right away. Gruden was good right away. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he necessarily I mean, you get a little better at little things, yeah. but he has no television experience at all. And he's gonna have guys talking in his it'll be interesting to see I'm not sold on Tony Romo and to put him in the number one seat right away, that's a little bit of pressure now. Yeah because everybody's gonna be watching and criticizing. There's gonna be some growing
0: pains. Like Peyton Manning would be good right away you know it. You would think, yeah. you think, with all the stuff that yeah. he does. Yeah. We'll see about Romo. Hey, uh, while we're up in New York, we also caught up with another quarterback. You probably used to like this guy a little bit, Phil Simms.
1: I did until he um, blew me off at the AFC <laughs> Championship game. <laughs> In 96 kind of annoyed me got a little personal with me right there and after that I put a pox on him and it finally came true when he was bumped down this year
0: well he he was he was bumped down and I thought he might be a little bitter about was he salty no he was not he was actually very uh very nice Mm -hmm. and we've caught up with him a couple times over the last few years (laughs) and it's fun talking football with Phil Simms obviously one of the great quarterbacks of all time here's our conversation I've never forgotten something you told me a couple of years ago when we were here. Okay. It's hard to win in the NFL. But
3: oh, yeah, sure, the, the, sure. The, the, oh the, Jag-
0: the Jaguars are proving it.
3: Yeah, they're going to go, oh, I think they'll go 8-8. Eight and eight. Everybody's going 8-8. Eight and eight. Remember, that's what we were at. Oh, they throw around 8-8, eight and 9-7 eight, and seven, like it's nothing, you know. I remember winning a game, and wherever we were, we were riding home. We'd all look at each other and go, oh, my gosh, we won. Because, you know, I think we knew how special it was and how miserable you are when you lose. And, you know, Jacksonville is just – yeah, you, you see it. Um, it's a tough spot still. Competition, everything. But, you know, more than anything, I never say things like this, but they just got to get the vibe and have confidence. When I watch them, I don't see the confidence that I expect to see out of the team. Yeah, how hard is it to flip that? I mean, it's well, been 10 years worth, you know. You work hard, you keep working hard, you practice hard, you study hard, you do all that, and all of a sudden you play a little better, and you go, hey, I got, that's what gives you confidence, knowing that you can do it. Just like a quarterback. If you show me a confident quarterback, I'll show a quarterback when he sees something, he throws the ball right there. He doesn't miss it. You know, things like that, like a receiver. He's confident running and out of control because he knows once he sees the football, he's going to catch it. And, you know, you only get that through hard work, determination, and, and talent. And the first two might be more important than the last.
0: One of the big issues is the quarterback. Sure. Uh, and he doesn't look like he has a ton of confidence right now. Can he find it? Can Blake portal still get it done?
3: Yeah, yes, he can. I mean, you know, they're going to look, they're going to do what they do on offense. Um, I watched all their preseason games. You know, I even I, well, I'm embarrassed. I tweeted out when he threw the interception in the game against. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking Carolina. out. Carol, Carolina. It's like he loosened up and I go, where's this guy been? And, you know, he threw, I know it wasn't against the starters at the end. It doesn't matter. His body language was different. I thought he physically threw the football better. And easy to say, hard to do. But you got to practice that way, and you got to talk yourself into it. Look, you can do that as a quarterback. You can talk yourself into certain things, and. Uh, he needs to do some of those. You've been
0: in the position and probably didn't have as much difficulty because you were having success, but you've got to have the respect of those guys. right? You have to play well to earn that back, a little trust there.
3: Well, sure you do. you got you got to be a hard worker. you got to show everybody that you are the leader of the football team. And I'll, I'll say this more than anything, and it, this is what drives me crazy about the league, fantasy football, commentators, you name it, everybody. Uh, we're, we're so turnover conscious. If somebody throws four touchdowns, interception, you go well. He threw. He did throw an interception today, and you know it, it's not a perfect game. And you know I don't want a point guard that has five assists and no turnovers. I want the one that has fourteen assists and three or four turnovers. Man, you got to go for it. So, l- like I said, I wish I'd have played more like that. Because playing scared, every time I think about when I tried to play careful, I was not very good.
0: You know, you get a chance to talk to some of these national guys when we travel around with Super Bowl, draft, wherever we're at, right? And it's almost like they are rooting for the Jags to do well, to to stop having to answer the questions of, oh, but it's hard to get out of the doldrums in the NFL. Look at these teams, Dan. Buffalo, it's been a while. Detroit was forever. Yeah. Cleveland's been a while. San Francisco's now kind of feels like they're in it. doesn't change overnight, and the Jags are in like year 10 of this.
1: Boy, it's been tough. And yeah. Um... Well, all we can do is hope, my friend. All we can do is hope. We got a long season ahead of us. We got sixteen games. Let's get ready for the grind and let's see what the Jags can do. They got a very manageable schedule, guys. It's if not now, I'm not sure when. All right. So you think uh, Houston gets it done? If I were a gambling man, I would lay. I would. I would take those five points and run. Yeah, with the Texans. All
0: right. Uh, you only get one chance to do like Super Bowl picks. Uh-huh. I didn't even ask you. I'm putting, them up, putting you on the spot. I mean, New you England New and. New England like everybody else?
1: New England and. Maybe Pittsburgh, but I would say New England. And then I, who do I want to go with in the NFC? I, I kind of like, I kind of like the Giants a little bit. I kind of like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's due to get to one. I'm not sure Seattle. I don't know if I see Seattle. Yeah, I think they're right no, down. Swing. You know I can't pick Atlanta just because of the guy I do the radio with. So I'll go with Green Bay. New England Green Bay.
0: <laughs> New England Green Bay. That'd be a rematch of 1996, I believe it is. Uh, I'd like to pick somebody else from New You know what? New England's already got the bad news with Edelman. What if they get some bad luck this year and I pick the You mean Chiefs? like when they don't
1: have Gronk and then they yeah. still go to the Super Bowl and win it? Yeah, so I guess like like they'd
0: have to have bad luck with Brady like when they didn't have him the first four games. Yeah, um, something like that. But why not the Chiefs? What if Alex Smith were to go get it done? Uh, we'll go with the Chiefs, and I'll take your Giants pick just for fun.
1: Wow, uh, Chiefs-Giants. How about that? Living on the edge. That would be – yeah, it didn't work for my college football picks. You know when that works for you in your uh, college hoops brackets? That You're does. good at that. Yeah. And you pick those – The rest of it I should quit. The rest you should give up on. You should give up.
0: Well, we're quitting on the
1: podcast after The podcast is done. done. It's this been excellent. It. We'll I mean, it may week. be the finest podcast I've ever done. That's, that's a lot <laughs>
0: Action Sports Chats pile on with Brent and Dan every week. We're trying to deliver it to you every Monday. The road travels may push a day or two back, but uh, we'll do it every week. Glad you could join us, everybody.